Good evening. Welcome to 1010 Prayer Online. We have now reached the month of May and we're now into our, I think, the fourth uh, lockdown. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. So the fourth uh, set of lockdowns. But you know, as we prepare ourselves to come out of the MCO, I found that this week, I want us to focus on this phrase, trusting God. Trusting God is not as easy as some of us think. Even for me, the Lord began to really deal with me. Can I really trust Him? And so I thought, as we move forward uh, after the MCO into a new norm, there are many things that will challenge us. Trusting God requires us to trust in His character, to trust in His wisdom, and to trust Him even in the presence of difficulties and unanswered prayer. So one of the things, therefore, I want us to focus on is that when we trust God, we need to, first of all, know who He is. So turn with me first to the Psalmist, Psalm 25. All right, we'll first look at the Psalmist who says this in Psalm 25. Psalm 25, and I'm just going to read a few verses in Psalm 25. In this psalm, David actually is talking about very difficult times. But he starts off by saying in verse 1, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. So what is trusting God? It is to have confidence in God, is to have a hope in God. It's not a wishful thinking about God, but it's a confident hope in God. And David says that as he puts his trust in God, you will never be put to shame. In other words, you will never be ashamed that the enemies or the darkness can defeat us. That is what it means to trust in God. So I'm going to look at Ephesians chapter 1. I ask myself, how can I grow a trust in God? Even as we build our prayer altars, remember, it is about fellowshipping with God. It is actually about the presence of God. But how can I keep faith with God? How can I keep trusting God? The first thing is what Paul said to the Ephesian Christians. So turn with me to Ephesians chapter 1 and the prayer of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1. So let's look at verse, I'm going to read from verse uh, I'll read from verse 15 onwards to verse 18. Uh, actually, it's verse 19. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know Him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be opened and enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints and His incomparable great power for us who believe. We'll stop there. And as Paul writes to the Ephesian Christians, he rejoices at their faith in, in Christ and the love they have for Him. And just as much as in the last 40 over days, 
as you have built your prayer altar, I also rejoice that many of you have found faith in the Lord. But even as we find faith in the Lord, we want to move from faith to really trusting God. So Paul begins to pray for the Ephesian Christians and he says, as I give thanks to you, uh, to God for your faith, I want to pray. And this is what he prayed for. Three things he prayed for. That God may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation to know him better. Verse 17, the first thing Paul prays for is that God will give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, insights of God. Who is this God that we're going to trust? If you don't know that person, you cannot trust that person. If you don't uh, know me, for instance, you won't trust me with your wealth. You will know that I'm very bad with finance. You will know that and you know that I don't know enough. You won't trust me. If you don't know a particular stock, you shouldn't buy, I've been told. Although we are very foolish, we sometimes buy. That's why knowledge of God is the beginning of trust. And even as we know Him, Paul goes on to say, pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. So in order to know God better, our hearts need to be enlightened. Light of God needs to fill our hearts so that not only will we know Him better, but we will have what's called the hope, the glorious hope to which He has called us. Remember we mentioned hope? So trusting God always gives us a secure or a confident hope in God. And only after that, we will see the next part, verse 19, which is the glorious power available to us who believe. So as we trust God, God wants to display His glorious power. But before He can do that, we must know Him better. So knowing God is the most important element of our prayer altar. And that is why, if you want to know what I've been doing in the last 40 over days, actually is to really know God better. So I really know God. Who is this God that I put my trust in? And even this morning, the Lord began to say to me, one way you can know how to trust me is this. Consider what Jesus has done. You know, in Romans chapter 5, it says that, while I was still ungodly and powerless, Christ died for me. Some would die for godly men, some would die for a good man. But God demonstrated His love to me that while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. So I began to meditate on this. Wow! Why can I trust God? Actually, God knows I will fail Him at times. God knows that I am not 100% trustworthy. But even though God knows I'm not 100% trustworthy, I'm not going to be 100% obedient. I'm not going to be 100% able to keep faith with Him. Yet, Jesus died for me while I was still ungodly and powerless. So knowing this fact about God helps me to trust Him because I began to say, Jesus, if you know all the, the worst about me and yet you reach out to me, Wow, you have invested a lot into me. I think definitely I can trust you because your investment into me has been more than what I could imagine. So trusting God starts with knowing Him. And that is why as you build the prayer altar from now on, even for the rest of your lives, I pray the most important thing that will happen to you and to me is that we may know God better. 
Daniel, the book of Daniel says, they that know their God will do, will be able to resist the darkness that's coming. There will be a lot of things coming that is hard for us, but we will only be able to stand firm and resist these dark times only if we know our God. So why don't we pray that in the next few weeks, even after MCO, we will build a prayer altar that enables us to know God better. Even if you know God 50%, now move to 60%. There's, there's no way you can know God completely. I always tell people, if you know everything about God, you must be God. So there's no way we can know everything about God. Let God challenge us as to how much we know Him. Amen? So let's pray, shall we? Father, we know that we are going to live in sobering times. This whole MCO brings us to a position of reality. Lord, you ask us a serious question. Yes, you are good. Yes, you are a faithful God. Yes, you are a powerful and a great God. But how can we trust you in the daily life that we live in? So Lord, this is what our prayer is. As we journey with you, even after May, can you teach us, open our eyes to give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation to know you better. Open the eyes of our heart, let the light of God illuminate us that we may have a confident hope in you. Then only we will know you are waiting to release your power into us. So Lord Jesus, help us in this remaining days of the MCO to know you better. We thank you. We thank you. Though you are a great God, you long to reveal yourself to us. So we give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Do not take our journey with God for granted. The, back, the, the journey ahead of us will be tough and we do need to know God better. It's only as we know Him better, we can trust Him more. Amen? So tonight, spend some time, read this verse in Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 15 right up to verse 20. And you can read it even right up to the end of the chapter 1. And ask yourself, do I know God? How can I know God better? God bless you. Have a good night's rest.